0: Casting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West, you are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk radio. Show.
1: All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the network's refused to use. No doubt starts now. This is the broadcast for July 21st in the year of our Lord, 2022 This is our one of two and our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property and to promote God, family, and country on your radio and the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, we use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, the constitution for the United States of America. That is our guide and the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the founding fathers. One of the peaceful restorative solutions we still have at our fingertips. You know, we reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. Welcome to the broadcast. Yesterday was a two hour Special, special broadcast that's just shocking, to say the least. The summary starts now. We had our guest on, Mr. Casey Whalen. He's an investigative journalist, a videographer. He's the guest host of the White Rose Resistance Hour on the Republic Broadcasting Network. He's a booking agent for uh, radio shows and guests on those shows on a variety of platforms. He's been exposing the Marxist revolution unfolding in northern Idaho, ladies and gentlemen. We had on Casey Whalen, along with Vicki Davis. Now, Vicki Davis is co-host of GovernAmerica.com, which is the Darren Weeks talk show that we know about. And she has been exposing the inner workings of government in Idaho with Casey. And as a team, they have been investigating and follow. Uh, filing FOIA requests and doing just a tremendous job. And Casey, for example, filmed and documented the Pride in the Park event that took place in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. It was on June 11th, 2022. It included a drag queen dance where I guess the drag queen exposed himself. Uh, The Temple of Satan performing, quote, unbaptisms not to mention, I guess, the rest of Patriot Front. Very, very serious documentation there. We talked about because of the ongoing Marxist takeover in North Idaho, Casey and Vicky have exposed over the last three years the organizations and structures working behind the scenes to corrupt and destroy their local community. They also documented how the city of Boise, Idaho, is working directly with the, quote, Western States Center, which showed the narrative behind the scenes of how they sh- they covered up a rape by one of the immigrants that was a refugee, uh, and how they're really working to create a united front to undermine the truth on topics and to create false, dishonest narratives. We dug in de- w- with detail as the Casey Whalen and Vicki Davis interview, two-hour interview continued... In the second hour, we talked about uniting neighbors to defend families, faith, freedom, etc., by joining uh, People's Rights. And uh, you can go to peoplesrights.org or you can text the word rights to 80123, 80123. We talked about the global agenda is being carried out on a local level via secret combinations behind the scenes. Are you aware, for example, of the Institute for research, education, and human rights, it's I R E H R, a huge acronym. But this group has been attacking me relentlessly as well, and so it's nice to talk to Casey and Vicky about how they're working behind the scenes. So they just wrote an article about me, Sheriff Richard Max, Stuart Rhodes, many others, and it says shoulder to shoulder, the CSPOA. And the Oath Keepers, it's written by Chuck Tanner, and it's the most dishonest narrative I've ever seen in my life. Okay, I'm not here to separate myself from the Oath Keepers. They're great guys, many of them. Were there a couple of bad apples in the group? Yeah, they're probably infiltrated by the government. Of course, we can't really get evidence about that. They classify all of it. They deep-six it. They cover it up. They put gag orders on people. So how do you get the information? But all I'm telling you is their narrative is dishonest. Well, it gets worse because these people are reaching out to the local level creating behind the scenes non-governmental organizations and more Casey has exposed via the public records requests. The director of the quote, local human rights education Institute has an HR steering committee, which exists with local law enforcement. For example, the county sheriff, the Idaho state police, not mention the FBI and local other entities. So you wonder, folks, why all of a sudden the FBI is involved in mom going down to your school board? Well, it's because of this fusion center. It's because of these, quote, steering committees on the local level that these behind-the-scenes organizations have. So it's global-inspired, but it's locally carried out behind the scenes. They've set up literally a shadow government. So then we studied about how the Spokane county sheriff used what's called rig nine regional intelligence group and they're in region nine by the way that has to do with the fusion centers they disseminated information about casey yeah when he handed out constitutions they made note of it they documented it they issued warnings that he might be dangerous that he's a an extremist Anyway, I'm telling you, it's shocking. And then Casey even attended the Mike Lindell Cyber Symposium uh, with the new American magazine dealing with election fraud. Anyway, it is riveting because when you dig into these fusion centers, you begin to understand that there's 80 plus fusion centers across America. They're all regionalized and they are designed to gather information and disseminate information. Well, the bottom line is they're tied into all these non-governmental organizations they're tied into all these quote research groups. Um, the problem with these fusion centers is, at first, it sounds good. They're going to go ahead and make sure that there's not terrorism. They're going to coordinate. but that's now turned against mom, soccer mom, going down to the local school board and saying, "I don't want my kids taught perverted sex, uh, or, or race, critical race theory, or any of these perversions. I don't want that." Then instantly, mom's a terrorist. Okay. And, and now they're look, literally looking at anybody that's a Christian, anybody that believes in the Constitution, anybody that believes in the Declaration of Independence is now an insurrectionist, a terrorist, and somehow tied to January 6th, whether they were there or not. If they even agree with Donald Trump on anything, boom. If they listen to conservative talk radio, boom. If they go to a Christian church, boom. If they want to have private school or homeschool or have a say in their kids, it, boom. If they want to deny uh, climate change. Boom. If they want to go ahead and deny uh, gender fluidity, boom. Anything you think that stands for God, family, and country, the protection of life, liberty, and property, you are now dubbed the terrorist. And you can say our information is crazy, Sam. It's not like that. Oh, yes, it is. And we, over the next several weeks and months, will unfold a narrative that will be shocking to you. You will not be able to deny it as we highlight these fusion centers and what they're doing and how they're really used. FOIA requests have been the key for us to basically connect connect the dots behind the scenes. Riveting broadcast still available at libertyroundtable.com and lovingliberty.net. Now, ladies and gentlemen, that's a recap. But today, the news the network refused to use starts now, and Eldon Stahl, well-known regional director for the John Birch Society, JBS.org, is with us. He's also involved with the new American.com magazine, a phenomenal news organizational magazine that's just tremendous uh eldon welcome back to liberty roundtable live sir
2: thank you so much sam great to be here
1: first off do you want to uh, sound off on the summary of yesterday's show i'm telling you it's riveting sir. it's shocking
2: Sounds yeah sounds like there's uh, quite a few things going on i mean it's uh you know you mentioned the the fusion centers we've been uh reporting on those for for some time now with the new american magazine warning people that yeah that's uh you know, and part of it is really, um, uh, you know, in the name of, I guess, coordinating efforts uh, for intelligence. Um, basically, trying to get uh, agitate the the local police to thinking that uh, certain people are domestic terrorists. Of course, uh, you know, it's always convenient in um, to use kind of ambiguous terms. Uh, that can be expanded legally uh, to um, just terrorize certain groups that, uh, you know, initially people thought, oh, well, they'll, they'll never be touched, right? <laughs> that's, that's often a, often a Yeah, case. and what, what you got to know is the New
1: American has reported on this extensively, and we've known about the fusion centers for a long time. A lot of them got created out of the 2001, um, you know, 9-11 attack, etc. cetera, but the New American has mm-hmm. a story that says this: DHS, that means the Department of Homeland Security, a complete new governmental entity generated from the Republicans on the way, in the wake of um, 9/11. But it says DHS, the Department of Homeland Security creates, quote, "new vision Center, new fusion centers, taking control of local police." by Joe Wolverton, a good friend of ours, uh, and this is riveting. Yep. Um, it was written on November 14th, 2013. So this is what I mean. We've known about this for a long time. Yep. Here's the difference though. Um, they were never really attacking soccer mom with the fusion center. Right, right. Okay. So folks, this is where government entities get created sometimes with good intentions, even though it's always misguided. Uh, but then what you see is it go off the rails in a hurry. Uh, and now you see it being literally weaponized Um, by, I don't want to say the Democrats because it's really by the deep state, right? Let's not pick sides and make it a partisan discussion. The fact is it's the deep state. Remember, the DHS is who's doing it, but the Department of Homeland Security was created by the Republicans. So we can't say Democrats, but the deep state literally now taking control of local police. They're doling out millions of dollars to convince local police departments to surrender control to the federal agency, folks. All levels of law enforcement will share this information. The only question now is who's in the crosshairs, huh? Eldon Stahl, Sam Bushman, continue in seconds
3: on your radio.
1: All right, ladies and gentlemen, back with you live, Sam Bushman on your radio, hard-hitting news the network's refused to use is all over the place, uh, but yet, wow. All right, we've got four of us on your radio right now to break this down just for you. you got Eldon Stahl with the John Birch Society. You've got Brian Rust, gift.com You've got Kelly Finnegan, senior chemist on air with us and more. Brian, welcome.
6: Hey, thank you very much, Sam. Glad to be with you.
1: Kelly, welcome. Thank you very much, Ben. All right, we're talking about this incredible show we did yesterday where people are uh, filing FOIA requests and really discovering more and more about these fusion centers. And the fusion centers have been around since the Department of Homeland Security was created under the Republicans. So remember, 9-11 hit, the Republicans created the DHS, a whole new governmental entity. Well, now the DHS is working with 80-plus fusion centers across America. All right? The DHS creates new fusion centers taking control of local police. Joe Wolverton, the com, that was written back in 2013. So we've known about this for a while, gentlemen, but people need to understand that the fusion centers are not federal. They're state-owned and operated centers that service focal points In states and major urban areas for the receipt analysis, gathering and sharing of threat related information between states, local communities, the federal government, tribal and other federal entities, as well as, listen, partnering with the private sector. In other words, these fusion centers are ground zero for information gathering and dissemination. The problem is everybody's involved, okay? And uh, the problem with this is it's getting worse because the fusion centers were designed, from what I understand, to really deal with hardcore criminals, okay, terrorism, you know, that kind of stuff, But now, folks, we're starting to see it change. We're now starting to see Soccer Mom being dubbed the terrorist by the fusion center, locally submitted information via the school board, and then that translates to state and federal government, and that's why the FBI, the Justice Department, literally calling Soccer Mom a terrorist, really because of these fusion centers. So it's one thing to have a Department of Homeland Security. It's another thing to crank up fusion centers. It's then another level to literally turn on Soccer Mom uh, and on you and I, and really we're the domestic threat. Anybody who's a Christian, anybody who believes in traditional values is now literally under attack over this is the problem, uh, gentlemen. I want to start with um, Kelly and say, you know, what What do you think we do about this, though? We're aware of it. FOIA requests have been proving it. They, We don't even have to really do too much work behind the scenes now except to know who's doing it and how and why and what the dots are, uh, because they've admitted it. I mean, they literally called soccer mom a terrorist. They literally called people who were peaceful at January 6th. I know there was bad apples there and and wrong on them, but most people were peaceful, but even people not even associated with January 6th are being in that dragnet via these fusion centers. Um, Sam, you think Trump's a nice guy. Therefore, even though you weren't at January 6th, you're guilty of being virtually an insurrectionist now. This is the guilt by association fusion center uh, agenda that they're now carrying out with precision against all of us kelly
7: well you know it's like a an immune system you know uh it's there to protect you from bad things and then when we've made our environment so clean now we have an autoimmune disease which means our bodies start attacking ourselves and so they have pretty much rooted out all the bad guys but you know, you can't shut them down because then they're out of a job. So they got to keep digging and digging and digging and finding something else. And it's like the new modern blacklist. But instead of rooting out the communists, now it's anybody who isn't a communist. So uh, I just think that that's what it is. They're, they've got a job and they're going to keep going because they're getting paid to do it. And, they, you know, they, they don't want to be out of work.
6: So that's that's what's happened. Brian. Well, I think Kelly hit it on the the nail there. I, I, you know, I think that, you know, we've been talking about wrong is right and right is wrong for quite a while. And, uh, you know, it's just it's just one more piece of their puzzle that. uh, That we're seeing and and, uh, we're you know, there's there's things being said about it. The, The issue is is. You know, it seems like they keep adding another piece or another piece to this little thing. Just we we catch and catch them in their lies and some of this stuff, and then they add another piece. And now it's let's talk about this. And kind of you know, go away from that because you're you're kind of seeing the light here of what they want to accomplish. And now let's let's throw something else at you so that we can talk about that. And then there's that, and then there's another that. And before we know it, we're twisted and turned and all over, and no one
1: yes sir. make any sense of anything. So yeah, you ready for the next that and why I bring this up to you two gentlemen? Yeah, the nero, my friend, money. The next oh. plan will be to say, hey, you can't just have your. We gotta find out where your money's coming from, where it's going to, what you're doing, you domestic threat terrorist. We gotta look into your money. So they're looking into crypto. Yeah. Government's getting involved in crypto. What's gold sitting at, Brian? Well, gold's sitting at 170370. Now it's down a bit, right?
6: Down some more. Well, yeah, that paper is just kind of yeah, that that little that little jot of a pen type thing on there or their computer is there?
1: thing. Yeah. It's not really down, but they manipulate it down compared to the paper there. How about silver? Yes. Uh 1866. 18 Now that's up a little bit, right? No, it's it's uh you know a
6: couple of weeks ago what were we we were 1946 and before that 2071 and 2128 so yeah it's it's kind of it's and it you know it's been <laughs> under seven uh, under 17 let's see was it 1866 I said I think it's 1766 I may have made a mistake let me get back in here and see anyway it's it's down some
1: all right so should i put 1766
6: yeah we might want to look at that and t- all right 1766
1: <laughs> yeah. while, while brian's looking that up really quick though this is what i'm talking about though eventually they're going to say look you can't be having silver or gold outside of the u.s dollars um it's become the patriots currency of choice there the 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 the, the, the domestic threat the terrorist pay- cur- currency of choice um they've literally outlawed gold and seized gold from american people in the past in america our history is not too pleasant on this topic brian right it's
6: 1866 where it was so yeah it's yeah you're right
1: i mean it's just
6: uh it's kind of a a joke it's funny it's you know the uh one of the the things i read is is uh you know your european central banks you're raising interest rate to to stop the rise of this inflation right just like the u.s is trying to get a, a handle on it but uh uh, it's funny that expanding debt and calling it growth. So we're expanding debt, but we're going to – we're calling it growth, and that's what you hear out there. Is, oh, things are starting to look up a little bit. This is coming around. This is going – okay, well, you keep telling me the lies, but I'm not believing it. So.
1: All right, Kelly, you want to chime in on this? I think the next uh, plan is they're going to look, say, look, we got to look at all your assets and what you're investing in, and do you have gold and silver? And you better not lie to us, Kelly.
7: Oh, I know. Well, at first, you know, they had that, well, they're going to make it $600. You know, if you did any transactions, $600 a year was to catch the billionaires cheating on their taxes. And now they were trying to get $10,000 a year rather than per transaction because they want to catch those billionaires. You know, those billionaires, $10,000 is nothing. So... Yeah, they they just want that, and, and they're and they're you know raising the interest rates now because they're going to have to lower them later, and it'll look like they're doing something. I mean, the <laughs> ECB the first time in eleven years that they've raised the interest rates, you know, and they raised yeah. more, double what they thought they were going to do it, and it's because the dollar and the euro have hit parity. That hasn't happened right. in over twenty years. I mean, it's there's and, and so yeah, people are and people don't realize what country in the world. The people have more gold than anywhere else. And it's India. The people have that mm. wealth there. That's what saves them, you yeah. know? And, and uh, people here, I, I mean, everybody I know that has gold and silver that really understands, they're not worried about it going down because they have it. Right. I'm going to have to worry about trying to get it later. So That's it's right. just there. It's, it's insurance that you don't lose.
2: So.
1: Oh, boy. You want to chime in on this, Eldon, before the pause?
2: Well, we we need to be really careful. <laughs> I mean, we've got a lot of uh, people that are conspiring to uh, either uh, get us divested from our wealth, whether it's gold and silver or uh, label us terrorists or all kinds of things. So it's, it's a real precarious situation that we're in, for sure.
1: It's going to get worse, ladies and gentlemen. And boy, have I got a doozy story to follow this up for you. It's all about inflation. The government just got caught lying about the inflationary reality. I'll explain how and why and what and where and get these gentlemen's comments in seconds. You are listening to Liberty Roundtable Live.
0: Your daily Liberty Newswire. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. Radio News with Lance Pride.
8: Russian natural gas began flowing again at a reduced volume through the Nord Stream pipeline. It was down for 10 days under annual maintenance. EV manufacturer Tesla reported its first sequential decline in quarterly profit in more than a year as it works through global economic turmoil and an extended shutdown at its Shanghai assembly plant. The United States military has a serious recruiting problem, worse than the Vietnam days of 1975. After five months of the fiscal year, the Army reached only 23% of its active duty goal for new recruitments. Republican Senator Tom Cotton on Fox News says all this wokeness is a turnoff, and China is taking note.
3: The biggest existential crisis we face is that China wants to replace us as a world superpower. And they are rapidly building out their nuclear forces that may one day overmatch our nuclear forces.
8: USA Radio News.
5: Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com free.
7: The smartest way to hire. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash free.
8: Rudy Giuliani has been ordered to testify August 9th before a grand jury in Georgia investigating the 2020 election. The special grand jury will convene in Fulton County Superior Court in Atlanta, a lightning strike at a military base in Georgia turns tragic.
6: One U.S. Army Reserve soldier has died after a lightning strike at Fort Gordon in Georgia. A base spokesperson has confirmed nine other soldiers were injured in the strike. As thunderstorms sweep through the area, the lightning hit training area twenty-six. Georgia's the tenth ranks tenth in the fifty states as far as the
4: number of lightning injuries and deaths.
6: About 150 miles east of Atlanta, Fort Gordon is home to 80,000 people, including 16,000 service members and their families. For the USA Radio News Los Angeles Bureau, I'm Ellie Andrews.
8: USA Radio News.
1: All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen, Sam Bushman, Brian Rust. Kelly Finnegan, Eldon Stahl, all on your radio. We're talking about the Honest Money Report. Ladies and gentlemen, boy, how are your things getting crazy? I believe the Fusion Center is one of the next agendas will be to start attacking our funding and our money. Write it down. Remember who warned you. right, now, Biden's Federal Reserve has created an economic disaster with inflation now officially over 9%. The real inflation that the United States is currently experiencing is nearly double what the American people are being told and the people responsible don't want us to know why. You say, Sam, what are you talking about? What evidence do you have for that? Well, let me just break it down for you, okay? Here's the deal. I don't know if you understand how they deal with inflation, and I don't know if you understand what's changed, okay? Okay. The real inflation rate is much, much worse than we're being told. How? Well, think about the official Consumer Price Index. What's that? CPI? All right. That showed that 9.1% is the inflation rate. All right. But it's way worse. Why? Because you need to understand how it all works. They want it to be complicated so that you can't understand it, first of all. All right. As it currently stands, the Bureau of labor statistics tracks the price of a basket of goods and services that's intended to represent the average American consumer patterns. So that's what the CPI is. They take this basket of goods and services, and they say, hey, this will track, you know what, how expensive it is for you to live. This creates the price consumer index, CPI. That's what you see in the headlines, now saying it's at 9.1%. It's going up and they can't hide it from that exactly. But the problem is, listen carefully, the problem is the consumer price index is not tracking the real inflation rate. Why? Because originally the CPI was meant to track the cost of keeping your standard of living good. So they'd look at this basket of groceries and all these different things and then say, hey, that's the number. And it would go up and up and up. But the problem is inflation started to creep in in the 80s and they didn't know what to do, so they changed the game, and here's how they did it. The Fed began to change the way that it calculated inflation. They did it by no longer monitoring that same constant basket of goods that I told you about, but rather using a term called substitution. Substitution says if you can't get what you want because it's too expensive, you will substitute something else similar. So now the constant basket of goods full of substitutions can look way better. This meant with calculating inflation, hey, all you got to do is switch brands. The result has thrown off the inflation rate for almost 40 years now, right? Because prices rise for certain goods faster than others, so they assume that people switched to buying goods of a similar type, right? Like, let's say you normally buy meat. But now you might just buy, um, oh, the non-meat products. What is that? Almost meat, uh, whatever those terms are, impossible burgers. Or you might buy those, see? We could substitute those for real meat, see? After the latest CPI report was published in July showing the official inflation rate of 9.1%, listen... Some economists backtrack the number using the literal basket, right? They literally said, we're not going to use substitution. We're going to use the real basket that's been the standard. And guess what the inflation rate was? Over 18%. It's only when the general public looks back over several generations that people can see just how little their money takes them compared to their parents. Otherwise, you can't really see it. This happened after the federal government printed over five trillion dollars and now biden's federal reserve is doing everything that it can to keep this hidden from you but it's well over 18 percent if you compare apples to apples based on the way that it used to be calculated the real basket of the cpi brian you want to respond to this one first well it's it's like
6: anything that uh you know we see a a change in the game and then that kind of you know that that just supports their so that they can continue to do it so they make a change in the rules here's the rules this is the way you know the, the, the system works and this is the way it, it has worked and we're going to run this but boy when it doesn't work like that then they start changing the rules of the game and uh and then yeah then we, we we you know to make it look like okay yeah see we're right here we're doing this we're doing this but they change the rules of the game and it's really it's a smoke and mirrors or whatever but that that's kind of the way i see it every time there's you know, we're following this guideline, then it changes on, so that they can they, they make the change. They can't lose. See, they don't want to lose, so they're going to change every
1: time. The bottom line is it's completely dishonest. Kelly, you want to chime in on this one?
7: Well, a guy that I, I like, uh, Mike Maloney, he calls it the CP lie. And uh, because they, they changed, originally it was sirloin steak, and they said, well, you know, you'll substitute chicken for that. So that's what they did that's one of the <laughs> substitutions that they did and you know and they don't they don't include gasoline fuel and they don't include um, housing so they take those out because that's where we've been seeing the biggest inflation so those aren't even included in that anymore so yeah they have substituted things and it's just to make things better and so
1: yeah pretty soon instead of a car they'll substitute a tricycle See what I mean? Yeah. Or yeah, a bicycle. Because actually, <laughs> global warming would require that you do that anyway, so I don't see why we can't substitute that. See? Yeah, we're going <laughs> to
7: sacrifice the environment for the climate, and they don't even know what the optimal temperature of the world is supposed to be. I ask them that every time. Tell me what temperature it's supposed to be. You know?
6: Yeah, who
1: decides it. that, you know? Who decides what the temperature is yeah. supposed to be, Eldon?
2: I think we could get a good skit going on, you know? Go down to the uh, the steakhouse and order a, a steak, and they just and they bring just you bring some chicken. chicken and, yeah, they bring out chicken, and they say, "Well, you know, it works for the government; they can substitute." It.
1: Yeah, you ride you know. down there to get your steak on your bike, and you were going to buy a car, but they gave you a bike, and it was a great substitute product, and it was fantastic. <laughs> Folks, Order's we laugh. At. Say,
7: no, I, I meant states. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We we
1: laugh at this, ladies and gentlemen. This is serious though, because that's how they have played the game, and that's what's going on. Then they've also substituted constitutional currency early on for fiat currency, Brian. That's when it all started, and we let that go. So yeah. why won't we let the next one go? When will it stop? Well, we just—they keep telling us
6: more and more lies that they say is truth, and we we kind of buy into it. Oh, okay, I, I, okay. I guess guess we're going to do that. All right. It kind of tastes like steak. It doesn't look like steak. <laughs> I, I don't know. Do they They put some, you know, they change that chemical uh, thing in there? Yeah, I don't steak. know. I, yeah,
1: it's, uh, that's right. <laughs> we call it yeah. a steak. <laughs> so I guess the question becomes this, then. If you want to buy a new house, they could just put you in one of these homeless tent centers. You get a tent instead of a house. It's a great substitute, especially when you don't have a well, place California, to live.
7: California, though. In California, those are like half a million dollars a year
2: to do that. <laughs> those
7: to t- people. So, <laughs> yeah. so that, yeah. that doesn't work. I'd love to get a half a million dollars a year for a house. Did you imagine yeah.
1: that? There you wow. go. <laughs> now, the other problem <laughs> a, with that is what happens when they want to substitute your AC? That's when people are going to riot. Well, like, oh, yeah. thanks. They, they can get a big power. That's Rolling right. blackouts. Well, Go ahead, Kelly.
7: Well, i say what they do in California is they do, you just have rolling blackouts. That's how they do it. You know, they're not rolling telling you not blackouts. to use it. Does just make it that your power goes out.
1: Can you and use they're black not, like that?
7: they are telling people not to charge their electric cars because there's not, ele- not enough electricity.
1: What do you mean don't and charge now- my <laughs> electric car? You're the, go- the guys that mandated I get an electric car. Now, what was that, a substitution? And now in Germany... <laughs> They are starting
7: up the coal power plant and the Green Party's talking about using nuclear power again and it's like there won't be a green party now because that's what you were against and, and France is 90% nuclear. they're fine you know they're ones that are screwed as everybody else in Europe this, this winter.
1: Elden yeah what do you say to this? man you want to live in a tent city in California is your house substitution?
2: Uh, no, no, I don't think so. Uh, somehow I don't think a tent is quite the same as a, a house. Um, it just doesn't quite fit the bill, does it?
1: Well, it's thinner walls, but other than that, come on.
2: Thinner walls. You know? Same in the grid.
1: <laughs> uh, then the yeah. other question this yeah, right. is when you're really hot, they all you got to do is just deny that you're hot. Just say you're not hot. You just think that. It's yeah, probably right. all the meat giving you the meat sweats. Maybe we better move you off of meat to, you know, an Impossible Burgers, and you won't have that the sweats. Mm. It's just like meat, but you don't have the sweats. Well, they, you
0: know, they oh, might right. they yeah. might
1: give you they might might give you a
6: fig leaf, you know, fig leaf that you can fan, and you maybe one of the homeless people you can hire to work, and you they can fan, fan the.
1: I don't yeah, know. and since it's, the emperor has no clothes, maybe I can use it to cover myself up there, gentlemen. hey Hang tight. This is Liberty Roundtable Live.
4: Okay, girls, about finished with your lesson on money.
8: Daddy, what is a buy-sell spread for gold coins?
7: FreedomFactor.org.
1: All right, so here's the question is the universal basic income? Is that going to be the kind of answer to this inflationary reality? It's like all we got to do is just keep writing you a bigger check and it'll all be good, Um, Eldon. You just kick back and watch TV, buddy. Don't you worry about a thing. We got this, bro.
2: What do you think? You know, the reason that people are even entertaining the idea of universal basic income is because they have no clue about basic economics, and that, that's just – you know, that's a symptom of what's going on here. Uh, that, that Anybody that really understands even a, a very basic economics knows that that's, that's not a model that is going to work. Did you know
1: that there's 41 cities and states in America now that are already trying the universal basic income? It's called the stimulus check update. 41 cities and states offering (laughs) universal basic income. That's direct payments. Um, What do you think, Kelly? Well, you know, the Romans
7: tried something like that where they gave everybody a certain amount of wheat and you had your bread and circuses. And now we have the NFL and Little Caesars Pizza. So, and, and didn't really work out too well for Rome. So, um, I don't, I don't think it's gonna work. Might keep you ahead for a little while, and it sounds really great. But like Eldon says, when he don't know basic economics, and they don't teach that in school, because they don't want you to, to pull the curtain away from the wizard. So, yeah, it, it, it doesn't work. It didn't work in Rome, and it didn't work in Greece.
1: Man, what are we gonna do when that hits the fan? You know, right now they say single moms can get up to $1,000 a month. But see, that that's just not even money. It's almost like forcing people into poverty. Because if you get on that, you certainly can't work or you lose it, right? So what we're really doing is we're creating this univer- universal basic income, but literally forcing almost everybody into poverty. And if Man, that's not
7: poverty. You... That's called no? slavery. No, that's called slavery.
1: Oh, ouch, Brian. <laughs> what do you say to that? <laughs> There you go.
6: Nice <laughs> job, Kelly. You know, did the, you know? also, you know, we talked about housing. We'd be living in a tent. But, uh, um, you know, the, the Federal Reserve, you know, they raise the interest rates. They can't, you know, people can't buy, get into homes and so on. I mean, if you look back at Obama's policies of bailing out the financial, you know, guys and so on, for, you know, foreclosing on uh, victims of homes and so on, you know, took homeownership from 70 to 63%. And today uh, that equity has declined 85% of, you know, you cannot for American home ownership, where you can add equity in your home and you, you had a home. And now we're looking at, you know, since world war two uh, 85% or, you know, they can't get into homes and so on. And you got these private equity firms and so on that are buying up homes because they can put money into that. And it's, it's a, a money thing for them where they can charge rents. And, you know, we start looking at this whole ripple thing that's going on and it's, yeah, it's 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 a joke. Our government is is just really kinda the American dream anymore is not really the American dream. But hey, they keep telling us that it things are good, things are getting you know, it's things are getting better. I think what is Biden doesn't Biden come on and say, Oh things are looking up or Yeah, maybe maybe. Yeah. <laughs>
2: I'm trying
1: to figure. It doesn't look like it.
6: But well, hey, it's, it's
2: getting scary
1: thing. because what they're gonna use is climate change to pedal this porn, ladies and gentlemen. OK, yeah. I don't know if you can hear the sound bite, but here's Biden right
3: now. This is an emergency,
1: an emergency, and I will. I will look at it that
3: way. The president threatening to do an end run around Congress. I said last week, and I'll say it again loud and clear. As president, I'll use my executive powers to combat climate,
1: the climate crisis in the absence of congressional action. You heard me. The president is literally going to jettison Congress. He's going to do an end run around Congress. He's going to use his authority, supposedly. Uh, to just go ahead and treat climate change as a crisis. The problem is he has no authority to circumvent Congress, folks. For him to do so would be criminal. He should be impeached over it. But what does that mean when he creates executive orders on climate change? What I think it means is it's going to lock you and I down. They're going to say, look, your AC is not necessary. You can cool off just fine with a fan. That'll be a substitute. It's a lot less, you know, CO2 and everything else. And um, you know what? Your car that you're driving... Um, you know what, you don't really need to drive. We're going to create a work-at-home mandate. and Man, where, where does this go? But I look at this and I see that's what Biden's doing, right? Uh, wh- where does this end when it comes to the economy? The two are starting to become inextricably linked, Brian. Well, it's it's kind of that's there again. There's
6: the change of rules because they don't go by the rules. It doesn't matter if they have power to do so or not. They just do it. And we look at it and kind of, Take our heads. Well, you you can't pass these laws. You don't have authority to do this, and so. But they don't care. See, they just they keep doing things. Uh, to to it's like the guest that you had on the other uh, yesterday, I believe, and so on. They're talking about okay. Well, they were convicted of of trying to, you know, tell the truth about certain things. But the, the that left agenda. They don't care. They go after her and try to ruin this lady and and her her voice. And she has no credibility. And now she's getting a divorce from her husband and which is all fake but but they don't care see they push out whatever they want you to hear and i you know i just wonder when when we're going to see the accountability of this this corruption that's going on when it's when is it going to really you know instead of a few pawns here you know like the financial industry you have jp morgan and these guys who are fined every year they throw a few pawns underneath and they probably pay him big money look you'll spend time for a year but we'll set you up for life when you get out the the corruption is unbelievable and the accountability is just not there
1: ah eldon what do you say what's going to happen is is this going to is this going to become the the link between the reset the economy and climate change is that where we're headed
2: yeah maybe um i I think everybody ought to to have a simple pie chart it's just a a red circle and everything in red is the legislative power that's given to Congress and everything that's yellow is to the president, everything that's green is given to the judiciary. So, you know, should be pretty easy to follow (laughs) where all the legislative power is.
1: Are we just going to have Biden go belligerent executively um, then uh, beg the courts to save us, Brian? Is that where we're going? Well, Eldon, I
6: think they're, they're colorblind. So, yeah, we put that chart out there, and most of us could see it, but
7: uh, <laughs> like you can't, oh, oh, I can't.
6: <laughs>
7: well, you know, executive orders are not legally we binding. we have to explain no this one, more? <laughs> when, when, when Roosevelt banned gold, that was an executive order. No one was ever prosecuted for that, that kept their gold. And people don't realize that the EPA was, was an executive order from Nixon. But everybody accepts the EPA, but it, it really has no binding. And that's what the Supreme Court's talking about now. Sorry, you
1: can't shut down these
7: companies because of environmental issues. You have no authority.
1: Right. Banning gold. Those are desperate measure times, aren't they, Brian? Well, yeah. I,
6: you know, I. Uh, there again, I. I melted a bunch of my gold and I hit. It's, I painted it black. It's rock sitting around my desk here and hold my door open and. No, I just. But yeah, I, I mean, it's, it's. I lost it's really, mine in a fishing
7: accident. <laughs>
6: it's in the bottom of the lake somewhere. I
7: don't remember which wood lake, but I was
6: fishing and fell out of my boat. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and my guns. Yeah, that's right. They all went down together.
1: <laughs> all right, Who banned Gold President Franklin Delano Roosevelt, 1933. Is that when that all went down?
7: Yeah, and he did silver in 1934. People don't realize.
1: Very scary. Will that happen again? You think, Kelly? No, they're they're too, People now are
7: don't trust the government like they did back then, and believe that was all for their to help them. People know better now. There, there's no way they could ever try to do that. That would that would totally kill the dollar if they did that. Because that would, that would legitimize gold, and they don't want to do that. That's why they don't do an audit of Fort Knox, because you only audit things that are valuable. And they don't want to audit Fort Knox because then people will, wow, that's, there's a lot of value there. So, you know, that's why people don't know what the value of gold is now. They keep it out of their out of mind, out of sight, out of mind.
1: That's right. Now, it's interesting. When he created that executive order, that executive order, um. They claim that they get he had the authority to do this under the Trading with the Enemy Act of 1917. It was amended by the Emergency Banking Act in March 1933. So this is interesting. Trading with the enemy becomes the uh, catalyst for that. Uh, and what they're going to say is, you know, you're you're a domestic threat terrorist, and you're trading with the enemy there, buddy. <laughs> uh, you give some of that money there to Alden uh, Stall. I mean, you two are a piece of work. You're about to down the country single-handedly, and by golly, you are all associated with Sam Bushman, and therefore,
2: sorry, (laughs) gentlemen.
1: Is is that painting a crazy picture, or could that be reality? Eldon first.
2: Well, they'll try anything, I think. If they they can get the people to believe it, uh, they'll do it. So we, we basically have a government that we, whatever government we allow to occur, Whatever they can get away with uh, that's what we got. What do you think, Kelly? are
1: they going to back conservatives into corners and cause domestic threats and terrorists and, and get to that well, level? They already,
7: they already are, but I mean and now what really what's the difference between a Democrat and a Republican? Tell me that what the difference between Mitt Romney is and Joe Manchin I mean Joe Manchin's a real Republican. Mitt Romney's the Democrat you
2: know?
7: <laughs> so yeah they'll, they'll, they'll do it and they'll try, and it's all about education, about learning
6: studying
1: it's all about truth telling brian what do you say are they going to do this is that where well, we're headed
6: yeah i mean like kelly said they already they are already are doing this and uh you know i mean it's it's evident we're seeing it i mean you know and, and they're just creating havoc you know from one turn to the next and and uh cluttering our lives and twisting things up and uh, you know a lot of people get anxious because they get nervous and what do we do and where do we go and we'll you know we're seeing this here and that, and there's no accountability, and right's wrong, wrong's right, and, yeah, well we we keep saying, well let's turn to God. We're gonna need we're gonna need His help. There's no doubt about it. And and those that you know the world seems to keep ter- turning away, and and uh, that's not the answer. So.
1: All right, it's hard to know how to kind of respond to this because I don't know where they're headed next, but here's what I know. Every time we think we know what they're going to do, they do something different, and what they do seems to be worse than even our proposals. Kelly, let's have you respond to that one. Wow. I mean,
7: it's just, you know, and, and the United States isn't necessarily going to be around forever because no, no empire or country is, but the principles that were founded were, you know, the best ever done and uh but people have lost that freedom and so yeah they're they're it's if if you know the sheep want to have done to them whatever that's what's going to happen
1: brian
6: well that's it i mean you you look at our, our country and 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 all that's gone on and you know i in reading and studying this new you know the old testament and so on we we see that uh, you know when we turn away from god-given principles and so on that destruction is 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 around the corner and that's what's happening evil evil people will prey on uh on us basically is, is what's happening
1: brian rust ladies and gentlemen kelly finnegan doing a phenomenal job talking about money and how it relates to you and i uh, do you expect the inflation rate to continue to go up brian really quick
6: well, yeah, they're trying to, you know, they they're, they're saying no. We're going to try to adjust or keep this down, but I don't see any way. I think they've, yeah, they've
1: caused all kinds of havoc. They've bitten uh, I mean, off more we're, than they can chew this time. Thank you so much, gentlemen. We're flat out of time. Uh, Brian Rust, Kelly Finnegan. Thank you so much. You bet. Thanks, Rust, Sam. Thanks, Quinn and gift.com ladies and gentlemen. God save the republic. As Sam and Eldon soldier on, ladies and gentlemen.
0: Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West, West. you are listening to the Liberty Roundtable radio Talk Radio talk show.
1: All right, happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman, live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the network refused to use, no doubt, continues now. This is the broadcast for July 21st in the year of our Lord, 2022. The goal always to protect life, liberty, and property, and to promote God, family, and country. That's who we are. That's what we do. We use the Supreme Law of the Land, the Constitution. We use good, honest Americans and the checks and balances to get that all done. Eldon Stahl with me. Well-known. Field coordinator for the John Birch Society, JBS.org is the website. Also, the incredible magazine, thenewamerican.com. Check all that out. We talked about money last hour with Brian Rust and with Kelly Finnegan, and uh, that was a fun but scary hour, to say the least. Uh, but, uh, Eldon, with me, welcome back, sir. Oh, thanks,
2: Sam. Great to be here.
1: <sighs> all right, so sir. So this is, Well, here's what's <laughs> new. You ready? <laughs> the larger than expected, GOP vote in the House in support of legislated, legislation to codify marriage, quote, equality, they say, caught most off guard. Both parties suggesting there may be a narrow path to enactment. Yeah. Now they're saying, hey, it might move ahead in the Senate. In other words, the Republicans now are selling us out. Uh, So the idea is Clarence Thomas and others are saying, hey, we might jettison same-sex marriage. That's an ill-advised reality from the courts as well, uh, and we might overturn it. And other justices saying, no, 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 we won't do that. And now the House fearing that uh, we might get rid of same-sex marriage, doubling down and passing legislation saying, hey, same-sex marriage can't be touched by the courts. And believe it or not, a massive number of Republicans went along. Well, that shocked everybody, and they went, Holy crud, what? And now they thought, Well, it might have no chance in the Senate. But now they're starting to believe that, hey, the Senate might move ahead too. This is shocking because now the Republicans who have claimed that same sex marriage is ill advised, unacceptable, unconstitutional, da, 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 now you got Republicans literally going against the Christian uh, viewpoint in a blatant, in your face way, partnering with the Democrats. The deep state's the only way I can kind of highlight it. Uh, Eldon, what do you think about this?
2: You know, I was talking with a friend of mine the other day about this. He, he said that, uh, I have to look up the vote, but he said that the four House reps from Utah voted for this. And uh, not surprising, it looks like uh, my rep, uh, Representative Cheney, <laughs> who's been in the news a bit, voted for that. Um, so I was kind of wondering, yeah, what is going on with that? Uh, it, uh, kind of sounds like all these Republicans that said, oh, I voted against Obamacare and for its repeal, on and on. And then when it push came to shove and it, it actually mattered when they had a vote to get rid of it, um, somehow they decided not to vote for repealing Obamacare. So it's kind of a betrayal.
1: Same-sex marriage bill could move ahead in the Senate is basically what they're saying now. Now, the problem that I have with this is they use this term called marriage equality. All right, they call it marriage equality, caught both parties off guard that there's so much support for it. I don't look at this as marriage equality, though. I got a problem with the wordsmithing they're using here. Marriage doesn't have equality. Marriage is defined between a man and a woman. We're talking about the definition here. We're not talking about equality, Eldon.
2: Yeah, well, the term equality is something that's uh, it's been used as kind of a bludgeon ever since the uh, the French Revolution. They you know they had this slogan liberty, fraternity, equality, and uh, you know equality on the surface sounds great. It sounds, but uh, you know when eventually when you get to where the government des- defines what equality is and they have some sort of radical uh, definition of what equality constitutes, then then you have just great empowerment of government in the name of some sort of equality uh, that they decide needs to happen at all costs. Okay, because to me, when we talk about equality, though,
1: that makes it sound like the definition is already settled that a man and a man together is marriage. And I submit to you that it is not marriage based on the definition. To get this equality discussion, we have to change the definition of marriage first. That's where I'm kind of having a problem with this whole thing is we're lying to ourselves about marriage. And and, and here's the problem. They start with saying a man can marry a man, a a woman can marry a woman. That's a lie. Marriage is consummated by the procreative act. The procreative act does not occur with male and male and female and female. It's a lie. Well, if we accept that lie, ladies and gentlemen, then we accept the gender Fluidity lie too that men can become women that men can menstruate that men can have babies that uh, okay we go down uh, uh, this lie that men can participate in women's athletic events that there's no difference uh, between the sexes lie that starts with this redefinition of marriage Eldon doesn't it
2: Yeah yeah very good point very good point Uh, you know when you basically this is an assault on the truth Uh, the uh, just the idea that there is one truth that cannot be disputed, that is objective, that is uh, not just redefined as a, at a whim by government or whoever is, has the most guns in society. That truth is something that should be a, a guiding principle. Uh, now, now we're just going down the path of um, anything goes as long as um, it, as long as somebody has more guns than you do, they decide what truth is and what we're going to do uh, about that. So that's a very, uh, of course, a very dangerous path to follow. Every uh, despotic government likes that because it, it means that it doesn't matter um, you know, what the truth is. It, there is no truth <laughs> other than what they say it is.
1: Now, ladies and gentlemen, a marriage is a consensual, contractual, relationship recognized by law. It used to be a male and female. Now they're saying, well, it doesn't really relate to the male-female relationship. It just relates to financial obligations. But if if government can't decide whether there should be a, a baby murdered or not that was left to the states, then how can a general government with no constitutional authority, all right, how can they define marriage and change the definition and then pretend that it's an equality discussion? They say marriage is a union between two souls who wish to live in joy, love, and happiness to the end of their lives. But the problem is it violates the real definition of marriage in the first place. The problem is how do we let government control this in the beginning? Now, understand that it started out by saying, well, we don't want black people marrying white people. That's how government got involved in marriage in the first place, Eldon. This has racial roots from the get-go.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does right. it's uh, the government got involved? You know, when George Washington was married, there was no government involved. It was just at the church, and the church was recognized as having authority to uh, you know record a marriage, and the, it was first recognized by the people that yes, this is a, a married couple. So, uh, but then later on, yeah, uh, government got involved, uh, and uh, there, I think there's some. Uh, Eugenics uh, type of uh, arguments in there too that they use to try to say, well, you know, you can't marry your cousin or whatever. But uh, so that's that's another <laughs> probably another segment you have to do on all that, right? Um, but um, but now we've got to the point where government is saying, well, we're we're the ones that are going to define what marriage is. Uh, it has nothing to do with God. It has nothing to do with you know male and female or anything uh so certainly they've overstepped their stepped their bounds now they're very much out in the open about that uh of course the marxists um who openly come out in the communist manifesto with wanting to abolish marriage uh this plays right into their uh, into their playbook
1: well and really you got to ask yourself what is the definition of marriage and now we're going to get into a legal versus biblical discussion about marriage right Because they would say legally, uh, hey, a marriage that can be defined any way they want to, therefore, hey, it it is marriage equality. I would say that the biblical definition is kind of where I would start and say, look, God defines that. You can't. And biblically, God put Adam and Eve together uh, and taught that man should leave his parents and cleave to his wife. Uh, And you know what? In the nature of that marriage, comes the procreative downstream children um all those things are violated in a man-man or woman woman quote equality definition that's a lie straight from the pit of hell that upsets the god-ordained family you cannot avoid this discussion eldon
2: yeah there's certain things that should be outside the realm of government but we've kind of transformed into a, a society that's uh, thinking that, well, everything is within the purview of government to define or to decide or anything like that. Well, no, uh, the government isn't the be all to end all. We, If we're going to self-govern ourselves, there are certain things that we have to say, no, no, that's beyond the pay grade of government. They're, they're not going to decide that. All
1: right. What is the definition of marriage, folks? Legal versus biblical uh, it's a moral discussion, ladies and gentlemen, not just a how can we wordsmith and redefine words and play games and then legally quote back equality. I am so disappointed in the Republicans on this point. They act like they're our friends when it's when it's when it's when they're down, but when they get the chance, they sell us out at every turn. They've doubled down in in defense of of perverted marriage. They've doubled down in in defense of gun control. They've doubled down in pretending they were against Obamacare, but then they literally backed it by their actions. The deep state is out of control, ladies and gentlemen. This is Liberty Roundtable Live.
3: Have you ever had great honey?
10: Republicans! Who are they? Democrats! Who are they? Virtually the whole body is careless and reckless with your money. So the money will not be offset by cuts anywhere. The money will be added to the debt, and there will be a day of reckoning. What's the day of reckoning? The day of reckoning may well be the collapse of the stock market. The day of reckoning may be the collapse of the dollar. When it comes, I can't tell you exactly But I can tell you it has happened repeatedly in history when countries ruin their currency
0: promoting God family and country you are listening to liberty roundtable radio
1: all right back with you live ladies and gentlemen i'm telling you right now they're coming from the for the christians David Capillion just wrote an article in WND.com. If you are a Christian, Americans ruling elites see you as the enemy. David Capillion explores how to stop the deranged left from completely destroying America. This is shocking. Anyway, he goes into they're coming for the Christians. Now, you know what? I appreciate David being on this. I've been on this for quite some time. I have told you on the radio many times, they are coming for the Christians. All right, that's really uh, what's happening here, folks. They are coming for the Christians. There is no way to uh, soften this. There's no way to pretend it isn't so. There's no way to sidestep this discussion. The headline from World Net Daily and David Capillion says this, Democrats finally come clean and name the number one enemy, Christians. Um, The only part I think David's not right about, really, is that it's not just the Democrats. (laughs) It's the deep state. Let's not let the Republicans off the hook. Half the damage in America is done by the Republicans, right? If not more but they've literally named the enemy. Christians are in the crosshairs, okay? That's why marriage is such a big discussion. That's why abortion is such a big discussion. That's why, okay, this is insane, all right? They're coming for the Christians, okay? I don't know how to say it any other way. Um, I want you to chime in on this, though, Eldon. We're seeing it, their real goal. They don't care uh, you know, about your marriage. They don't care about your children. They don't care about gender or all these different lies. They just know it strikes at the heart of the family. Well, when you strike at the heart of the family, then you strike at God's ordained institution. All right? They don't care about a purple-haired loser with, you know, some kind of a nose ring or whatever. They don't care about, you know, your your child going transgender at six years old. What they're after, is deliberately destroying everything God, family, and country. Eldon?
2: Yeah, I would, uh, you know, to kind of understand this a little more on a deep level for those that are listening, um, I would recommend two different things. Uh, One would be, and you can watch this for free online, it's called Myths Versus Facts with Art Thompson. Uh, That video series gives highlights of his book called to the Victor Go the Myths and Monuments. And the subheading of it is, the, I think, First Hundred Years of American History, The War on God um, and the Constitution. And what he points out in the book and the videos is that, you know, there's different movements that have worked against liberty over the years. Um, but they have two main things, two main goals. They hate God. They want to overthrow God. And they want a one-world government, tyrannical, socialist, whatever you want to call it, government. Certainly it's not going to be a God-fearing government uh, if they achieve it. And so any movement they can have that overthrows the uh, Judeo-Christian God, uh, at least what he he wants, uh, is going to be pursued by them.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, this is scary. They're really after biblical Christians. Um they don't really care if you're not a biblical Christian because without quote the Bible, Christians can be redefined in anything they want. They're okay with that. You can be a milk toast Christian that doesn't have the fundamentals of the Bible. See, if you're if you claim you're a Christian but you're fine with marriage equality or same-sex marriage, denying the true definition, biblically speaking, and more, see, then you're okay. Uh, If you say that you can switch genders, but you're a Christian, you're okay. It's when you start to double down on the fundamental biblical reality of what a Christian is. That means God lives, that his son Jesus Christ died on a cross and was resurrected. See, it's these saving principles of Christianity that they just cannot deal with. Because as long as we have those in our hearts and in our minds, as long as we believe in the God-ordained family, as long as we believe in God and his true nature and the, the, the God-ordained family, and then consequently the Constitution, the Declaration of Independence, the Bill of Rights, these fundamental uh, truisms that, that reduce government authority and power, they can't win. But folks, if you're a Christian, American ruling elites, that's Republicans and Democrats, see you as
2: the enemy ladies and gentlemen
1: that's where we are Eldon.
2: yeah and really uh, this thing of say oh so you can change your gender the true it, you know remember uh, what was that video that uh, matt walsh did the um, what is a woman yeah uh, what is a woman right. yes sir so so the basic theme you interviewed all these people and the basic theme among them was they all of them embraced relativism The idea that truth is relative there is no uh, transcendent truth of course that is totally incompatible with the Christian way of thinking right I am the way the truth and the life no one comes to the Father but by me if there those are totally incompatible worldviews so if you embrace the idea that truth is relative uh, you're not going to say oh okay Uh, the truth that comes, that I find in the Bible that uh, Christ talked about, uh, I should follow that. You're just going to say, well, that's just somebody's opinion. And uh, you know, this uh, sounds more appealing, so I'm going to go this way. And then you're going to still call yourself a Christian a lot of times, right? And you just say, well, but you know, there, there is no comp, there's no reconciliation uh, between those two. So, it basically makes people that they're, you know, outwardly they're Christian, but they're really not. You cannot be a Christian and say that there is more than one truth. I don't know
1: how to deal with this, but it's not just the Republic or the Democrats, though. I know David Capillion points directly to the Democrats, but look, this is a deep state discussion. You look at the headline I just, that I just gave you. Where, you know what, the Republicans sided with the Democrats to push for marriage equality. They're doubling down. Remember, it was the Democrats that wanted to say, hey, let's have a don't ask, don't tell policy for gays in the military. And the Republicans said, oh, no, we can never do that. That would be horrible. It would let the gays just flourish. And then 20 years later, the Democrats said, yeah, let's have a promote your gay plan. And the Democrats or the Republicans said, oh, no, we got to we got to stick with don't ask, don't tell. Well, we got to keep it in the closet there, but you know it's fine for them to be gay, but mm-hmm. we got to keep it in the closet. Okay. I don't see the Republicans any better than the Democrats at all. In fact, I just see they're almost a stab in the back because at first they they act like they're for us, but then they betray us. Look at the vote on gun control. Look at the vote on the same-sex yeah. marriage discussion now. Look at the vote on Obamacare. Really, I, you should call it Romney Care because he's the one that was the first state to enact it back in Massachusetts days, uh, if you will. Okay. Um. I see this as a real problem. Now, here's the debate. While Democrats find come clean, name their one number one enemy Christians, I don't think Republicans are far behind. Right? The evidence is there. History shows yep. that's what they do. So here's the question now. Will Trump w- run in 2024? What do you say? Are we going to get Trump back?
2: He's moving that direction.
1: Now they're trying to sue him but, for saying he's acting like he's running, he's doing all the things uh, that a running candidate would do, but yet he hasn't declared it, and therefore he's kind of violated law. you gotta, you got to announce, you got to declare, and he hasn't done it yet. So now they're literally looking at suing the Donald over that.
2: Oh, goodness.
1: <laughs> you never can know yeah, what he's well, even doing. What does Donald even stand for? He sounds like he stands for marriage, but he didn't do much when he was president. He sounds like he stands for jettisoning Obamacare. Pro-life, and he's moved towards those things, but never in a meaningful way, never to get the job done, right? Only to talk about it and sound good while he's betrayed by his own party.
2: You know, he he made quite an effort on the Obamacare front, uh, but you know, Congress just wasn't wasn't going to repeal it. It, There was the Republicans just betrayed us in the in the House and the Senate, but. you know, so far as the marriage equality, as people like to call it, or, or you know, um, recognizing some sort of perverse definition of marriage. Yeah, I will not engage um, in I that live say. discussion. Yeah, um, it, it's uh, it, it seemed like uh, Trump was, you know, pretty friendly with the, uh, the homosexual crowd. Um, Well,
1: and all I can tell you is this, it's kind of like they put me on my bike and they talk about motor vehicles and they say my bike's included. And I say, no, it's not. It's not a motor vehicle. And they say, yes, it is. You're the motor. (laughs) Okay. Ah, That's how we're going to play games, I guess, huh? All right. right. Ladies and gentlemen, will Trump run in 2024? There's a gentleman who thinks for sure. And he also talks about the outcome. I'll tell you about it in seconds.
0: Exposing corruption. Informing citizens. Pursuing liberty. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio
8: News with Lance Pride. Italian Prime Minister Mario Draghi resigned on Thursday, putting Italy into a period of uncertainty as it fights surging inflation and an economic slowdown. Mr. Draghi's departure came a day after three large parties in his National Unity Coalition government did not back the Prime Minister in a Senate confidence vote. The killer of retired St. Louis Police Captain David Dorn has been convicted of first-degree murder Wednesday, ending more than two years of legal proceedings from the June 2, 2020 death. Captain Dorn's wife, Ann, on CBS 4 News in St. Louis.
0: I heard the the murder first guilty, and that's what I was hoping for,
4: and that's what I asked for
8: a jury found stefan cannon guilty of first-degree murder first-degree robbery first-degree burglary and three counts of armed criminal action cannon will be sentenced september 13th usa radio news
3: paid for by government.com have you heard the 2022 proof silver eagle coin sold out at the u.s mint almost immediately but a recent stash has hit the market that's right brand new 2022 coins in collector quality proof condition Each one-ounce pure silver coin bears the iconic W-Mint mark for the West Point Mint, rarely seen on coins today. But you must hurry. Only a limited number of these special American Silver Eagles are available. Just call 1-800-895-7267, and you are guaranteed a 2022 W-Proof Silver Eagle. These are sold out at the U.S. Mint. You must call now. To learn more, call 1-800-895-7267. If you order now, you will receive free shipping and a bonus Collector Patriot's Over a $33 value, free with every order. Call 1-800-895-7267 now to secure your new 2022 W American Silver Eagle coins before they are gone. That's 1-800-895-7267.
8: For years, border town mayors have complained about Biden's open border policy and the influx of resources needed. Now, non-border state mayors are complaining about the same very thing.
3: The mayors of New York City and Washington, D.C. are running out of resources for busloads of illegal immigrants arriving from the Texas and Arizona border, and they're looking for the Biden administration to help. New York Republican Congressman John Katko reacts on Fox News by saying he plans to take action on the border because he feels President Biden will not.
9: I'm headed what's called the American Security Task Force. And my job is to come up with a plan to, to seal the border and make it secure again. And January uh, 3rd of next year, when we have a new Congress, we're going to have a border plan ready to go that's going to fix this problem. And President Biden is either going to play ball or he's going to have a really hard time getting any legislation done.
3: From the USA Radio News Phoenix Bureau,
5: I'm Tim Berg.
8: We are USA Radio News.
0: Begging politicians, bureaucrats, and educrats, and all do-gooders to please obey the supreme law of the land, the Constitution. This is Liberty Roundtable.
1: We've highlighted this many times on the radio, my fellow Americans, about how the deep state cycles their bureaucrats and professional do-gooders into the media. Dick Morris, no exception. He was a Clinton administration Uh, What, lord, official, whatever you want to call it, deep state operative? And then he went to, quote, the news, and now he's supposedly a conservative pundit to some degree. But the guy's whacked out as all get out. But here's what he says. Will Trump run in 2024? Quote, you bet he will. Will he be the GOP nominee? Absolutely. Will he win the election? Yes, Dick Morris writes. Okay, This is a Democrat operative turned, quote, conservative to some degree, as he's been cycled from government to the media, etc. But is that a prediction of fact or just his opinion? It's hard to say with some of these rascals, jokesters, pranksters, Democrats gone, Republicans, liberals gone, conservatives, whatever the heck you call them. Do they know something we don't know, or is this just the pontification of an idiot on TV? Time will tell, right? What do you say to that, Eldon? He's pretty confident.
2: Well, he seems to be. Um, maybe it's uh, the idea of he wants to get on the Trump bandwagon early. Um I you know, I don't have a crystal ball. I can't foresee the future. Uh people of course were saying that Trump would uh uh become president for another four years and he did not. Um and of course there's a, a lot of controversy as to the integrity of that election, but um who knows what's going to happen in 2024 or, or whatever. I, I would expect at this point Trump to declare uh, for um, running for president. Uh, but, you know, he is coming up to an age where, um, you know, things can happen pretty quickly uh, health wise. So that, that's always a, a factor in there. But yeah, what's we'll that see.
1: whacked out senator from Kentucky? I think his name is Mitch McConnell. Is that that guy? All right, this guy made some interesting statements. He says if Trump becomes the nominee, he'll back him. But he kind of made an interesting statement saying, "Um, look, there is no, quote, front runner, and there is no incumbent, and there is no reason why it won't be a big field for 2024 for the Republicans. So you can expect everybody and their dog to throw their hat in the ring, maybe, on that. That may help or hurt Trump. We'll see. Ron DeSantis flirting with a run. Everybody's begging Ron to run. So far, he won't do it. Uh, time will tell if he's going to be a Trump good old boy and back the Donald or not. There's supposedly a rift between those two. At least the mainstream press wants you to believe that. But if you ask the Donald and ask Ron, they say, uh-uh, there's not a rift at all, no big deal. And Ron's saying, I won't run in 24. I'm just going to go ahead and, you know, whatever. Um, but the battle's on. And who's going to run in 2024? Time will tell. I think Mitt Romney might throw his hat in the ring again, uh, to be honest with you. Um, but there's now yeah. speculation yeah. that broadcaster Tucker... Carlson may run for president in 2024. I guess he gave a Friday speech in Des Moines, Iowa, and Carlson flirted with a presidential run in his speech. um, He was speaking to a large gathering of Christian conservative voters, reports Yahoo News. That's kind of an interesting uh, twist. Do you think he'll
3: run?
2: yeah I don't know <laughs> that's that's a mystery. Do you want him to uh run?
1: Would he be a good guy?
2: Tucker Carlson? I don't know. uh I mean, you know somebody that makes a good common um, good commentator sometimes you think they'll be good sometimes sometimes not i I don't know.
1: I don't think Tucker Carlson'll be good at all. This is the guy that does a lot of good in the media compared to most. But at critical junctures, it's kind of like Donald Trump, at critical junctures, uh, I don't know for what reasons, but he abandons, in my opinion, uh, the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, the Declaration of Independence, the true conservative values, the understanding of uh, and the traditions of the Founding Fathers. He just abandons those when he
2: wants to, right? Um Sometimes, I I haven't really followed him, but maybe as close as I should, but maybe got some examples. (laughs) Yeah, anyway, I
1: I find that really interesting, though. I'm not for a Ron DeSantis run. Now, guess who else might run for office? Guess who Um, else might run for the presidency? Liz Cheney. (laughs) Well, some are saying Liz might run. Yep, she might just go ahead and do it because she can bridge the gap between the Republicans and the Democrats like nobody else.
2: Uh, Yeah, There's a whacked-out talk
1: show host that left AM and FM radio because his content was so perverted uh, that the FCC just couldn't abide any longer, and he went to satellite radio. Do you know who I'm talking about?
2: Oh, the Stern guy? Yeah, old
1: Howard. Howard's thinking he might just need to run.
2: Well, hey, you know, don't we need more excitement in the presidential run? (laughs) Great.
7: What do you think, ladies and gentlemen? What about Howard
1: Stern running for president? Now, on one hand, you and I might think that's a joke, and it could be a joke, but it also could be a serious run, and you would say, well, some of these people just can't make it, Sam. They don't have the mojo. Come on now. Look, ladies and gentlemen, first off, he's got a household name, doesn't he? Doesn't Howard Stern have a household name? Mm
2: -hmm. Yes. Yeah.
1: Okay, well, that's a big start. He has a lot of money, right? Yeah. Okay, we thought Trump couldn't do it, but he had a household name and a lot of money, but they pitched him as just the kind of outsider group ball that could never make it. He's just a whacked out apprentice star, a weird old reality star. Okay, isn't that Howard Stern, too? Same kind of motif, motif. Uh, crass, belligerent, in your face, kind of reality dishon whatever. Uh same deal, right? Now, Howard might not be able to run, but what if Howard's running against Kamala? Uh, and then hmm. several other Democrats throw their hat in the ring, goofy people. Uh and then, you know, and, and then Howard emerges. Who will win? Howard or Donald? And you and I would say, well, Donald for sure. You think? That's what we thought in 2020. So I find this a very interesting kind of exercise, and I get that we don't have a crystal ball, uh, but I also get this is going to be a very interesting 2024 for sure. And 2022 has a lot to do with it. The Republicans thought they were just going to sweep. It was going to be a barnstorm in their favor. But now they're saying not so fast. What do you expect to happen, Eldon?
2: I, I don't know. It seems like uh, seems like uh, the, the Democrats have a, they're going to have a hard time in the, the general election in Congress. But, uh, you know, it it just seems like uh, the the Republicans uh, are, uh, you know, there's so many different flavors of Republicans, Republicans. Um, You look at uh, the the Democrats in Congress, they all vote together pretty much. I mean, very few uh, differences on how they vote. But the Republicans, you know, it's kind of like you've got your strawberry, your lime, your orange-flavored Republicans. There's all kinds of flavors. You never know what you're going to get.
1: All right, the big reason Howard Stern wants to run for president, he wants to jettison the Electoral College.
2: Yeah, great. So but he'll be the that? candidate uh, campaigning that idea. Uh, no, that's a terrible idea. That, that's just uh, um, no. <laughs> no. That, that would be the uh, almost a, a nail in the coffin for our republic right there.
1: I got a question. Does Howard Stern really
2: want to run for president, or is this a
1: political stunt to get coverage? That's what they used to think about Donald would he'd tease about it over and over and over. Eventually, it came true, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah, eventually. So, I mean, you never know. People might uh, actually win if they run for president. you got to be um, aware of that or prepared for that. But uh, at the same time, yeah, there's a lot of people, of course, we know. They run for whatever office it is, and it's just to kind of uh, raise an issue or get their name out there or uh, something like that. Or maybe they have in mind that they, if whoever does win, they might become part of their cabinet or something like that.
1: Yeah, Stern says he also wants to add five justices to the Supreme Court. Let's go ahead and blow up the court and just add so many justices it becomes a, uh, what do you want to call it, a judicial circus there.
2: Yeah, you know, I mean, th- these have been talking points for many, many years for the left, and it's basically these are, these are steps that the effect of them would have uh, of establishing an absolute tyranny in our country, um, just cementing for, for generations for, for uh, you know, perpetually power in the hands of the Democrats, the, the progressive hard left.
1: Now, let me tell you what Stern says. He says, I want to uh, add five justices. I want to jettison the elect for college, and I'm not effing around. That's his statement blatantly in the media. Folks, I'm telling you right now.
2: on his campaign signs.
1: <laughs> well, let's talk about Howard Stern. Let's talk about who he could team up with. Hang tight. Nobody round table live.
5: Why does the left lie constantly? so they're subordinate to human government. They obey the beast and do nothing to restore our national relationship with God. And the government shall be on his shoulders, Isaiah 9, 6. That verse is not for the present day church, rather it is for the end time church, the body of the line of Judah, a message from Christ Kingdom Ministries.
9: You know where the solution can be found, Mr. President? In churches
0: With news the networks refuse to use. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show.
1: All right, so let's say Joe Biden just simply cannot continue health being the issue. The guy can barely talk right now. Uh, You've got gaffes all over the Internet where he literally is reading teleprompter information and notes to him personally. He reads out loud like it'll say, uh, you know, he'll say something and then the note says, repeat that line. Instead of saying the line that was meant to be repeated, he says, repeat that line, this kind of stuff. I mean, look, the guy cannot continue. If he does, it'll be disaster, and Donald will win for sure. But if Biden's out, if Donald may be in or out, the question is, who would Donald have as a running mate? Uh, and then the question becomes, if Howard Stern runs, who could he have as a running mate? Imagine a Howard Stern AOC ticket.
0: Eldon. <laughs>
2: Well, you would think that people would be able to recognize that as a, a very a blatant, um, you know, a progressive left, hard left type of candidacy. That um, Biden got in kind of posing as some uh, supposedly a moderate uh, Democrat, but uh, of course we know from his history that he's he's been pushing these types of things for many years. Uh, what so about a, what about a it, Howard
1: Stern? Uh... Well, let's see. What what might it be? What about a Joe Biden, Howard Stern turn or what about a Kamala? What about a Howard Stern, Kamala Harris ticket?
2: Mm, I'm not (laughs) sure that that would be so appealing either to people, (laughs) you know, what um, can the Democrats put
1: together becomes the ultimate question. uh, Right.
2: Yeah. What what can they possibly I don't know. Uh, I mean, uh, it seems like anything would be better than Biden in a way. Um, but uh, uh, I, I don't know but, uh, what they would come up with. I think they're toying with Gavin Newsom running. Um, we'll see what happens with that. He's, what about a Gavin you know, Stern ticket? A, Gavin Stern. That that might fly. Um, uh, you know, you, you, you look know, at this, though, and you go, look,
1: is, is Biden going to run one? Number two, will he keep Kamala as his running mate too? Because he doesn't have to keep the same vice president, does he? No, he doesn't. No, see. All right, well, so who knows what the Democrats will put together, but every one of these people just, I mean, what about a, a AOC Stacey Abrams ticket? I mean, you'd just go all um, liberal as it all gets out, and then, hey, Joe might win if he sticks yeah. with that. You know, you put together the most extreme maybe, maybe. liberals, and then it's like, oh, man, we'll have a Joe Biden Howard Stern ticket. What about Joe Biden Howard Stern uh Donald Trump Mitt Romney ticket. Now you say Trump and Romney don't get along. They did before they didn't though, and they could again, right?
2: They could. They could. What do you think who would uh, win a
1: Trump Romney ticket or a uh, a Howard Stern or Stacey Abrams or we don't want maybe a a Joe Biden Howard Stern ticket versus a, a Donald Trump/ slash um, Mitt Romney ticket? Who would win?
2: Boy, it's hard to hard to tell. Um, I know there's people that want to get, you know, somebody in, in the presidency that's like, uh, Mitt Romney, but, uh, whether Romney would want to run again, to do that. I don't know, but
1: all right, ladies and gentlemen, I don't know where this is heading, mm. but when I hear the different candidates, they're floating. I just simply say, are you joking or is this real? I can't even tell anymore. It's literally so psychotic. Yeah. So here's the next question. What about a Michelle Obama ticket? Michelle Obama and AOC?
2: Um, maybe. People might go for that. You know, Because they might say, Obama you know, Michelle, was she was popular. the first lady, and it went really
1: well, and Obama's mellow. And, yeah, AOC's a little bit radical, but, you know, we, we got to bring the younger generation in, and she'll learn over time to be, to mellow out a little bit. Don't worry about it, Michelle says. It's good. What do you think? Barack could sit in the White House alongside as the first
2: first gentleman. I, I, yeah, I don't
1: know what you call that guy. Um, you know, it, <laughs> it, it, it'd all be good. You'd have Barack there to kind of give guidance. Michelle could take the lead. The first woman, a totally woman-owned ticket, the younger generation AOC. You know, she'll moderate with time. Don't worry about it, gentlemen and ladies. It's okay. We got this. And, you know, there, you want the whacked-out Donald to this? See? All right. <laughs> Uh, the, we can put together any combination you want. And it gets just crazier by the day. Uh, what about a Ron DeSantis ticket with um? Let's see who could be on the Ron DeSantis ticket. What about a uh, uh? What about a Ron Paul or Rand Paul? Ron DeSantis ticket or Ron DeSantis Rand Paul ticket?
2: So now you're starting to get a little uh, possibly, more common sense for me, maybe. Possibly. Yeah. You know. uh, uh, would you to like to see pretty ben? popular guy? Who would you like to see run uh, though? You
1: know what? The people we might want probably aren't even household names, right?
2: Well, probably. I mean, it maybe um, Andy Biggs. You know, that'd be that'd be interesting if he ran. But who? Who uh, again? There's Andy Biggs from yeah, Arizona. Yeah, you'd like
1: to see Andy Biggs from Arizona run.
2: Well, in in a way, I don't think he will. I mean, I think it's unlikely that he, that's of interest to him. Yeah. But, I mean, he's a fairly good in the, Comparatively in the speaking.
1: There. Uh Who else yeah. would you like to see run? I mean, is there anybody else serious that could run that, that, that we might actually back? That's um, the problem. I don't even see anybody in the wings that yeah, could be serious. Yeah, that's
2: the thing, right? Uh, you know, there's people that are good to say, of course, we know about Thomas Massey in the house. I don't think he has any desire or that he would have any traction if he ran for president um i could be wrong but <laughs> you know but he is serious about preserving and protecting the constitution
1: i'm trying to think who we might even consider see i don't even know that there's anybody really in the wings solid enough to really make it you know what about a rand yeah. paul mike lee well, ticket or mike lee Rand paul ticket? i mean
2: Right, possibly. Uh, you know, you remember when Ron Paul ran for president? Um, boy, I didn't think that would get anywhere. And he actually picked up quite a few votes. I mean, it, a lot of people excited about it. So you never know. Uh, sometimes it's the personality, uh, somebody that it, people can really get excited about. But, uh, you know, I don't know that there's anybody there quite like Ron Paul <laughs> either. So. Well, there's um, two
1: reasons to run for an election, in my opinion one of them is obviously to get elected right but the other one sure. though is to to literally help the narrative uh, become more constitutional more moral bring up issues that you believe are important and running uh, as a republican uh, does that you know what you bring up these issues yeah. ron paul did a great job of putting the federal reserve on the main stage for discussion which it wasn't really being discussed before at all ron paul brought up right. and mocked folks that were uh, against uh, a humble foreign policy With very, um, in my opinion, recognizable, valuable results. And so, you know, he played this. Maybe he didn't win. I get it. But his running was certainly valuable because he brought the discussion to real issues for once. And and, and so, to me, even if somebody can't win, because, you know, hey, if the mainstream press is against you, if the big dollar donors are against you because you're not the inside Republican or Democrat in the deep state, you can't win. But you can sure affect the narrative. And that's, in my opinion, one of the most important reasons to run. And Ron was an expert at that. I mean, he literally mocked Giuliani and yep. many people over foreign policy. He literally got on the Glenn Beck show and said, We ought to abolish the IRS. And Glenn's like, Oh my gosh, the country would melt down. What are you, off your rocker? And Ron Paul basically <laughs> proved him wrong. And Glenn had to admit, I'm yes. wrong. And Ron's right. And, I mean, you know, we went on and on. But yep. the narrative is key. The discussion points are critical. And so to me, that's the real reason to bring up even candidates that may not be able to literally win. We can still affect the outcome and still educate, educate all the way through, right?
2: Right. Right. Yeah, very good point. Um, I just, you know, trying to think of who might be of, of that. I mean, so even Ross Perot did a great minded. job at
1: that back in the day. Remember all the circles hit he draw on the board and everybody laughed at him. And, but he's like, hey, you do free yeah. trade. You do this, these agreements. It's going to just run us off the rails. And boy, howdy, was he a prophet, right? Or prophetic, yeah. I should say. He's not really a prophet, but I'm just saying, wow, boy, was he right. We all know it now. But, uh, you know, we mocked him then, but he really brought discussion to the narrative, didn't he?
2: Yeah, he did. He did. So there may be somebody right. Who that's could be that maybe person? not in politics now. Um. Oh, boy. He's maybe Eldon to... Stahl needs to run for president, man. Oh, goodness.
1: Um... Who would you pick for your running mate? <laughs> well, maybe you. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just saying, folks, there's got to be people who can really kind of upset the narrative or, or, or make a difference or part yeah. of the discussion here. Uh, Otherwise, look, I see a vacuum. I don't see anybody carrying our our ideas forward. Donald's a great guy, but he can't do it. He doesn't even understand the Constitution, really. Yeah, you got to have a
2: good banner carrier.
1: you got to have somebody uh, who's solid in the Constitution, who has a track record of stability and success, and understanding somebody who won't cave uh, to the minute, you know, Donald on gun control. Well, hey, I'm for your right to keep your bare arms. First day, I'm going to get rid of these gun-free zones, and then, Later, he's like, yeah, first got to take away the guns. Then we can talk about whether somebody's guilty or not. What? Have you lost your mind? Okay, this is what I mean. These Mm -hmm. gaffes on the – got to have somebody solid who understands that can carry the ball. And not only do we need a narrative and not only do we need to bring real issues to the table, but we then also need a good person to vote for, though. I believe it's a sin to vote for a a wicked person. Uh, There's nobody for me to vote for right now that I can see. Nobody.
4: Yeah. we got to get our yeah, candidate uh, in
1: early to start framing the discussion points and the talking points and the, the issues that will be on the table, right?
2: Right, right.
1: And some of the other – you know, yeah, I love the right. Constitution Party, but they bring their candidate out too late, a dollar short most of the time. We need to – yep. while Donald's flirting yep. with a run and getting sued because he won't announce, we need our guy to be announced. When the Republicans and Democrats don't know who they're going to pick, we need to pick somebody clearly to be the front runner and say, look, this guy's, we know who we want and we know why. And we know what the talking points will be, what the focus will be. But see, nobody's filling that void. I don't even know who we would pick to fill that void.
2: Yeah, I don't know. That's, yeah. When we have no idea
1: who we know, when we don't even have an idea who would even put up, if we can't even think of a realistic candidate, we're in trouble, sir.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's uh, – I mean, there are some good people in, in Congress that vote well um, in different places, but
1: uh, – And that's good, but do we want a politician, somebody already you know, elected, to take them out of where they're already it, at or what?
2: Well, it's not bad to, to be in office, you know, but I, – I think um, we ought to just vote
1: for Walt Disney, you know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think? Just vote well, for Walt Disney. A, and they'd say, he's dead. Sam, don't you know that? And I'd say, yeah, but that doesn't stop people from voting. Why would it stop somebody from being the president?
2: Okay. <laughs> yeah, if dead people can vote, and maybe they can be elected too.
1: Yeah, why not? I mean, I don't see the harm in it. There you go. And it kind of highlights the, the, <laughs> the subterfuge and the confusion surrounding everything now.
2: Wow. wow. Yeah, it's, uh, we've got some interesting times. So it will be interesting to see what happens with the— with the presidential. Anyway, election. I know I think, some people you know, would say
1: some people would say, Sam, you got just this meandering narrative that makes no sense, and my response is I think it does make sense. Who, ladies and gentlemen, would you want to be president? Do you have anybody that could realistically possibly even not only maybe win or not, but at least even have enough quote mojo stature, public recognition, to bring issues to the table of critical import? Do you? If so, who would it be? Email me, libertyroundtable at gmail. I'd love to hear what you think. I'd love to know your thoughts because right now I'm, I'm drawing a serious blank on somebody who can move the needle there, even from an educational point of view. And that scares the heck out of me. We have nobody that we would even recommend? Wow. All right, ladies and gentlemen, for Eldon Stahl, Sam Bushman, Brian Rust, Kelly Finnegan, the whole crew. Thank you for listening. Hopefully it's educational. Hopefully it's a little bit entertaining. Most importantly, hopefully we bring
10: people to God, family, and country. God save the republic.